You obviously know Kung Fu. Hey everybody, here is Vidan Tran and I'm director, cinematographer and stunt performer for movies and here you are listening to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> My guest this morning, all the way from Dusseldorf, Germany, martial artist, director, cinematographer, actor, stuntman, fight coordinator, most recently spending some time in the Badlands, doubling the likes of Aramis Knight, amongst others, Vidan Tran. Vidan, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Driving Podcast this morning. Thank you. Thank you to have me here. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, it, it's great to have you. Uh, I'm a fan of your work. Uh, I'm a big fan of Into the Badlands, so it's great to have you on the show. But uh, let's get an introduction to to you. Um, tell me a little bit about your background and how you got involved with uh, with martial arts in general in the first place. Okay, how do I start? Um, so uh, I was 11 when I started with uh, Wushu. Wushu is my first uh, martial arts, what I learned. And uh, before that, I was a fat boy actually okay i just <laughs> really literally i was just a fat lazy uh, guy like a boy and i uh, was playing only games i was kind of nerd and then uh, my parents uh they forced me to do martial arts and it was just a coincidence they pushed uh, they, they, they put me in uh in the wushu class and then one day straight away i was like i, I fall in love wushu changed my life it became like more a philosophy a way to live and uh, uh i trained every day and yeah, this is the reason why I became a martial artist, actually. What is your uh, ethnicity? Uh, I, I, I'm Vietnamese. You are Vietnamese, okay. Yes, but I, you were born in Cologne. Exactly, yes. I was born in uh, in Germany, but um, my parents moved uh, uh, when they were like 18, or 18 with 18, they moved to Germany. And I was, yeah, I was born and raised in, in Germany. Is Wushu the only style that you've studied, or have you ever been interested in studying more of the Vietnamese uh, side of martial arts? Oh, yeah. No, actually, uh, I started uh, I studied, uh, Wushu, um, like I said, uh, when I was young. And then uh, uh, I became also a professional athlete. So I, I did a lot of competition, like in Germany and uh, European. Yeah, actually, I oh, let me think. It was like for fifteen years. Yeah, uh, fifteen or ten or fifteen years uh, around that time. Uh, I I uh, I did it professional, and it was only wushu. Uh, but in that, that time, also I did a lot of tricking, like X XMA. That's like extreme martial arts, uh, parkour shows, and uh, all that stuff. Because I had I uh, created a own team. Actually, it was just. Uh, for fun, you know, when I was 18, it was just for fun. Like, um, we call uh, each other Team Bay. Bay, Bay means seven uh, in Vietnamese. Because, yeah, because we are, we, uh, we were seven, uh, seven Vietnamese. And so it was like, okay, let's call us Team Bay. And then, uh, yeah, so we started just for fun, like a, like a hobby first. But then, uh, yeah, it started growing a little bit. And then we tried to push it uh, to, to do it professional. But uh, in that time, the whole time, I just did actually wushu, only wushu. And uh, until uh, 2000, I think it was 11, when I worked for my first time in one big international project, it was Skyfall. And then I met, um, of course, Skyfall, James Bond. It's a totally different style. It's like more 
uh, more modern, uh, not, yeah, not modern, but it's not more military, more realistic fights, more grounded, and uh, Wushu is uh, definitely uh, totally um, fancy. So when I came there, I was like a little bit off. The people say, "Oh, what's your background?" I said, "Yeah, it's Wushu." Uh, okay, because this is that's that's weird because we don't need Wushu here actually, right? <laughs> so, but but it was because of my look. They call uh, they they called me and then I saw my action rear. So the stance was uh, was decent, was good, but it was more like, oh, "Okay, Wushu is a little bit off the topic actually." But then I started, I realized. Because they they did uh, a lot of uh, military stuff like shootings, how to uh, command, and also boxing, a lot of MMA, um, uh, BJJ, and and all that stuff like the new style. And um, it was very interesting because I don't had any um, uh, experience in that field. That was like it was really like uh, pushing me in the cold water. So like, oh shit, <laughs> uh, I didn't know everything. I was like noob, like really a newbie. And uh, they, they opened my mind a little bit. But before, I thought wushu is the best, the best martial arts. Now I thought because like the the varieties is so big, you can you have to be fast, you have to be jump higher, you have to spin, you know, like everything's like clean, with a lot of performance. But then at the same time, the, I didn't notice I couldn't fight. You know, it's, it, it isn't uh, martial arts in that like like uh, self defense or how to 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 fight it's just performance so yeah so then i started to um yeah to how to say like to study and then to to learn more about martial arts yes and then i started to do uh, a lot of boxing uh mma as well like grappling on the ground a lot of taekwondo and yeah now nowadays it's more actually this style yeah yeah and wushu is absolutely beautiful but yeah i i, I wouldn't imagine that it, that's necessarily applicable to to self-defense techniques but some of the stuff that i've seen uh in wushu competitions absolutely gorgeous but jet lee is a, a big wushu uh practitioner right yes exactly yeah jet lee is one of my biggest idol uh he is my he's my, he's my hero actually this is everything uh combined together when i was young and then i started it's more it wasn't like Okay, 11, with 11, my, my parents pushed me into the school and was like, okay, now you have to learn. And I was like falling in love again hey, already. This, it was more like, because I loved before, of course, Jackie Chan and Jet Li movies, you know, that I was a big fan. But I never imagined that I could do it or I could learn it, you know, like, <laughs> because it's like Chinese, it's like it, two different worlds. But then when I saw the Wushu, my, my first master, my master is uh, from Korea, actually, but he studied uh, Wushu in China and Beijing for a long time. He was also a professional athlete. He was, like, uh, mind-blowing. He's, like, flying around, doing all the cool stuff. It was Jet Li style, a lot of Jet Li style. And I was, like, I, I, I didn't know about that. You know, it's, like, uh, I, I was just um, excited, very excited and very, very fascinated. And so I was, like, fuck that. I want to learn it. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do, yeah. And then, yeah. And everything came together. Also with the Buddhism, because I was also raised as a Buddhism, but I wasn't really into that. But then, uh, yeah, my mom t- taught me a lot, and everything, you know, like Shaolin and everything. Everything came together, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that is my world. That should be my world." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, interestingly, uh, after learning all that stuff and after being a professional athlete, you actually want to become an actor. Uh, right away <laughs> but your yeah. parents weren't so weren't so cool with that idea yeah exactly yeah yeah so the thing is like um my my father he's a doctor and then uh he wants he like 
this is what I really admire and I really appreciate for my uh, uh, my childhood. I would say that my parents, uh, even even though I lived or for the whole time uh, in Germany, I they raised me more Asian than German. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it's like, you know, so it's like they're very very strict. So because the, we are actually the first generation, right? Like we were born in Germany, but my parents are fully Vietnamese, so they. They they don't know uh, about Germany that much, so um. But they are really educated. So because my 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 father is a doctor, he did, he he studied in Germany and uh, as well. And um, but uh, yeah, there wasn't they they were they weren't really um happy about that. So it's like, <laughs> but when I when like I said when eleven I was yeah eleven I started for sure then sixteen seventeen, so everything I was like not a game nerd anymore. Uh, still still and and. Until today, I'm still love games, but sure. um, uh, I was so into sports, like martial arts. I was so into the world. Like every day, I woke up before school, watched watching uh, Jackie Chan, Jet Li movies because <laughs> I had the you know I had the spirit like um, like Bruce Lee yeah. when he was yeah. young. He, he said like he wanted to be all the time ready because yeah. I imagined when, because I watched a movie, everything was so real. So I thought, okay, fuck, I need to watch it, get motivated. I stretched every day, so I'm ready. You know, every time, every minute, when I stand up, I could fight, you know, like them. That, that was, you know, that was my mentality or my, my life, how I lived my days. Even in school, like, uh, you know, you have, like, class changes, right? So um, even the five-minute class uh, changes, uh, I, 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 I train splits, you know, train, and I have somebody every time. And everyone thought about me like, uh, oh, this is stupid. Uh, he just wanted to show off. But I did just my, my thing, you know, like oh, uh, split in a, on the floor, all the time on the floor, um, doing splits, doing some kicks, you know, all the shit. I was like, uh, yeah, a martial arts nerd then. <laughs> well, what made you want to get into acting in the first place then? Yeah, this is yeah because of uh, Jet Li and Jackie Chan actually. But I, uh, I remember that um, I was so excited as a kid when I watched the movies. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to be that, like that." You know, like I, I didn't know what it, what it mean, but I was like, oh, "Yeah, I want to do this. I want, I want to." I was so excited. I was, I, 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 I found a goal or like an idol. I found something where I can, I can dream. You know, like yeah. To, to to try to reach something, and then I decided to like, yeah, I want to do this too. So I want to entertain and give the audience the same excitement. That was actually the idea. So I was like, oh. it wasn't it wasn't about the fame or the money or the, or the job in general. I didn't know about it. It was it was just I want to have uh, the same feeling for other people. Cool. So they have like a uh, inspiration, motivation, because that changed my life. Uh, uh, the Bushu and then uh, Jackie Chan Jet Li to have a hero so you can hang hang on it and then uh, live as a philosophy you know that was kind of my uh, back in the days uh, my idea very cool now uh, but your parents weren't cool with that idea but they were okay with you moving behind the camera though it wasn't like they were uh, that they are so strict it was more like why you want to do acting? Because <laughs> there's no no money. There's no that's work. Yeah? Who are you? You know, for example, you, you're an Asian boy. You cannot act. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they 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 they, they didn't understand because it's like so different. It's so different. And also they are very um, how say very like old school, right? It's like you you study, you learn, you are good, and you are, you have to be the best. And then uh, the other one is better than you. Know you have to be better than them. You know, like kind of like this. And then you get. A good job, and then you have money. That's the mindset. 
I'm Filipino, so I understand strict Asian parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. But I, I, I don't, I don't judge. I don't judge because I think it's a very, very important mentality. Sure. I think it's very. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helped me because it, it made me how I am now. And um, yeah, they said uh, no, you cannot do it because it's not safe. I said, oh, buddy, how about uh, you know? What do you want to do? No, it's not safe. You have to do something different. So, and then of course, my my father uh, thought about, okay, what about doctor as well? So I can, of course, yeah, I should do the same. And I said, oh, okay, I can try, but my 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 grade was not that good <laughs> to, <laughs> to study uh, uh, medicine. So I was like, okay, but then uh, what about dentist? I said, okay, I try again uh, as well. Oh, okay, uh, grades still not good enough for that. <laughs> so. Uh, but then I had the choice because I was very good in in um, math and mm. uh, in sci- scientist scientist yeah like all the stuff yeah I was very really, very really good <laughs> like all Asian people <laughs> yeah but I, but I was really good though I was really good I don't know why but then um uh I I almost uh, became um or oh, teacher you know teaching mm. so but then uh, one friend I met from tricking like martial arts and like uh, event. He asked me, I told him the story, and he asked me, okay, when you are not allowed to be actor, what is it uh, to shoot your own movies where you can act? And I was like, holy shit, I never thought about that. You know, <laughs> oh, it's not a bad idea, because he studied film. I, I didn't know that, so he uh, he told me a little bit. And I was like, hey, yeah, it sounds amazing. Okay, yeah, why not? So I did um, a test. You have to like, um, I say, like, to to enter the school, you need to do a test, yeah. And uh, straight away, I um, uh, I successful uh, uh, pass with an A. Cool. And I was uh, really surprised because I never had any creativity experience before. Only, only with my team when we did some live shows, you know, like Cool Coffee or something, but never about film. I was actually also not very interested in filmmaking. Just oh, interesting. But you know, like I just watched action movies. I would just watch a couple of drama love scenes because I was in, uh, in that time like a like I said, a game nerd or martial arts mm-hmm. nerd. So mm-hmm. I don't have any girlfriends in that time. You know? <laughs> so you know, like all boys like in in that time. Yeah, <laughs> this this was really funny. So um, only that, but I'm not in filmmaking like other people. Like when they are seven or eight, oh, I know, I want to be a filmmaker. You know? So they learn studying or you know, whatever the whole life already. So I wasn't like that. So with 21, when I finished everything and then uh, passed the test, I thought, okay, maybe this is the way what I can do. And uh, yeah, straight away, uh, I fall in love in filmmaking. That's more awesome. Than, yeah, more than, more than performing, actually. Wow. Because I can create, I yeah. can control. Because I, I found, I, of course, I, I, uh, the first couple of semesters or years, I just shot action movies, right? So because it's my my thing, so I did like performing, uh, like acting, everything, like really shitty stu- student projects, right? <laughs> really not really good, but I just did it because I wanted to learn. I was so hungry, really hungry. But especially my professor and everyone, we actually we had in every semester uh, we had to to um. To finish one project, to get a, a note, a grade, you know, like uh, to pass the next semester. But uh, for me, I was so hungry. I, I all the time I gave nine projects, eight or nine every time, wow. because I was I was just hungry. And in that time, we don't we didn't have any uh, YouTube, you know, or like uh, fancy cameras. It's just uh, tapes. 
And uh, but I just wanted to shoot, 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 and learn, learn, learn. And then in that time, yeah, I just figured out that now I feel like uh, filmmaking is more interesting. Like I said, because you have control. Uh, as an actor, you just do what the other people say. You know, they saying you just listen. And um, I, I, for me, I found out I would like to have more control, responsibility, creativity. I want to create scenes, tell the stories, and uh, yeah, that, that that became a thing for me then. That's a great story. Now, somehow, while you were learning your craft behind the camera, uh, and probably to the chagrin of your parents, you you got involved with stunts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But actually, the stunt was before, kind of. No, not professional, but it was already a little bit uh, because of, the, of you know because of the martial arts world. But yeah, uh, to get in the industry, that happened in my uh, university time. Yes, that's true. So so like um, before I uh, finished my my university. Like with the diploma, uh, I, I had the chance to get uh, to to join the Skyfall team, and after that, it happened like not not straight away, but uh, 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 I had some offers then. You know, like um, Cloud Atlas was the next movie, then other big movies, German movies, and I, I yeah, I became more stuntman then in that time. Now, were your parents crazy about that idea? Because they weren't crazy about acting and and stunts is. The funny thing is, like uh, in the beginning, not uh, like I said, it's not to judge because everything is like has a reason. I think my parents uh, in the beginning was like, of course, not that happy. Uh, they they said, okay, it's fine filmmaking. You can try. If it's not working, then you can do like teaching again. You know, but uh, they were open minded for that. But uh, of course, every time like oh, scared, you know, like, just scared. They didn't know. It's like. Because it's new for them, right? So, but then um, when I start everything like slowly, then the Skyfall, that was a big success. Like, they, they never mentioned that, that something like this could happen. And then it's like, oh, fuck, this is really good. Oh, man. Then, then they started to be proud, like very, very proud. And um, yeah, now it's the trust is there. And then this, they, they, every time, like, you know, in the family um, meetings, like, oh, look, my son, you know, they were working in the movie. Oh, they're so <laughs> proud. And it makes me so proud as well. So very happy. Because before, I was really a brat. I was like, not really easy. <laughs> I wasn't easy, you know. And um, But then, yeah, to give it back, it feeds me very happy. It makes me very happy. So in the end, uh, with the stunts, of course, they said all the time, hey, it's so risky. Uh, what about camera work? You don't want to do more camera work? But, but, but at that time, I was so focused on everything. You know, like, uh, especially in my school, it, it, it isn't a classic traditional film, film school. It's more uh, medium design. So you have to learn everything. You can, you can focus on, on your own. If you want to do directing, you can do directing. Or you, if you want to do like camera, you can do camera, you know. Because in film, film school, is more like, okay, you have to choose right away in the beginning. And then, uh, okay, I want to do directing. Okay, then you're stuck forever for directing, writing, uh, acting, you know, something like this. And then uh, that's it. But you you can learn a little bit about cinematography, but it's not your field. You have to focus on your stuff, and you you get expert right in one one field. And uh, my school is more open, and uh, this is what I like because I found out I'm very strong in multi you know multi stuff. I as like people call me a multi talent, but I I don't say multi talent because it feels so. Sounds like very arrogant. It's more about I have a lot of interesting, interest in everything, yeah, and, yeah. and I want to learn. Like I said, I was hungry, so I learned everything: directing, editing, visual effects, cinematography, grading, sound design, 
um, and I tried to push myself so hard that I learned more than as to be okay. So I want to be good in everything. And uh, acting, not that interesting, but um, stunts was a, a big thing. And uh, I, I, uh, I did also a lot of stunts. I wanted to research. I learned more and more and more. And, uh, yeah. yeah, clearly you've got a lot of passion for the things that you're chasing. Uh, martial arts, you, you, you put yourself completely into that. The, the film world, you put yourself completely into that. Now, with the stunts, how much of your martial arts really goes into your stunt work? I think every, everything. As I, um, in, in my stunt world, or my stunts, it's it's just about martial arts. Actually, I don't do uh, that much like a cast or uh, high falls or something like that. It's just body stunts. That's my um, main focus. And also nowadays, it's more about action design, like creating. Um, it's not. I, I won't say unique because there's nothing unique anymore. Everything's the same, same concept. But it's like trying to to create their own style. Or create, uh, create, or play around with more storytelling in the fight, the drama, how to build up. Um, it's not about okay, here, like I said, my choreography or my action design is not about um, techniques or crazy choreography. Oh, you see this um, technique or this fall or this throw, you know? I don't care. It's more about how the characters um, are involved uh, against each other. So. What is the motivation from that character A or character B? And then uh, how they uh, dance, you know, like dance. For me, it's like kind of dance. The choreography is like a dance. You know? Yeah, uh, How they play together and then how to build up the pacing, the beats. And uh, yeah, this is kind of my stuff. And uh, I think this is why martial arts is a very important um, aspect in, in my stunt uh, work. Yeah, if you if anybody follows uh, Vidan's YouTube channel, uh, he just posted up a video of a uh, sword fight uh, with you and one of your uh, stunt uh, colleagues. It's really great, and one of the things that's so fun about that video is that interplay that you talk about between the two characters. You got to, you got a little bit of a, a funny dialogue going on, and uh, the way that you just look at each other and interact is. Uh, is really cool and it makes that whole fight scene not just cool to watch in terms of action but fun to watch as you guys like you say kind of dance with each other across the uh, across the mat oh cool thank you yeah yeah that was really fun it was just one day uh, uh, shooting that's <laughs> yeah, very cool now speaking of stunts you have you recently joined uh, the stunt team legendary stunt team uh, especially for martial arts fans it's the Jackie Chan stunt team. How did that opportunity come your way? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, one of my biggest dreams, actually. Um, it's amazing. Uh, how can I start this story? Um, yeah, first of all, uh, I wouldn't say it was easy. Yeah, it wasn't easy. But um, everything yeah, happened uh, with a reason, I would say. So, for example... Um, of course, I appreciate and also I think I'm very thankful uh, for my brothers, Andy Long and Max Wang, because they are already in the stunt team. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so there's a little connection. There was already a connection. Andy Long, oh, sorry, Andy Long and Max Wang, they uh, they had a crazy story, really crazy story. They just uh, like back in the days, like for I think six, six years ago, they were searching for the uh, a set when they shot Chinese Zodiac. And they shot it in in in, in uh, France, and Andy Long, for example, he just went there. You know, he just drew, uh, drove there to search for two weeks the set, and to give Jackie his uh, demo reel. 
oh wow like he that, just decided yeah, that, he was gonna go over there and just hand him his yeah. will just yeah. out of the blue because any yeah just out of the blue yes because any long he is the for me the biggest fan ever but because Andy Long, he he started his uh, Andy Long is also uh, both are stunt guys or action actors actually like in the independent world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andy Long, he's um, for me really uh, he knows uh, Jackie the best. Uh, so he he knows everything about him, everything, even the style, and he can copy uh, his action design, his how he shoot and everything, choreography, everything, and the, and how he act, you know, like performance wise, he can really. Um, uh, imitate him very well, and uh, yeah, he wants he, his big biggest dream was actually to be in Jackie Chan's stunt team. That was his biggest dream, and um, yeah. So this is start, and he worked, and uh, he just went to France, uh, tried to get in the demo reel, and then uh, Jackie said, "Oh, it's not bad, not bad, but uh, we don't need any people here, right? Because uh, we have we have any, we have already so many Asians, so uh, Chinese, no, so so, and then you cannot speak Chinese, so why? So by the way, so." So, but then Andy, uh, he decided, okay, can, can I be here to help? You know, uh, I, no money, just help in the set, just, you know, like carrying some boxes or uh, cleaning up a little bit. You know, yeah, do what you want, you know, do whatever you want. So he did it. So every day he came. And the stunt creator, he looked at him, and uh, even Jackie was like, oh, okay, well, the guy again, every day. So then the stunt creator said to him, look, we have to go back to Beijing. And uh, uh, so. We don't know. We cannot pr- promise you, you you can join, you can help, or you can work on uh, in the jacket team. So, but if you can, if you want, you can co- come and try in Beijing. So, just let you know. And then he packed everything and just went to Beijing as well. And then Jackie saw Jackie saw his effort and said, "Fuck, okay." He maybe he reminds on on, on himself. So he said, "Okay, look, boy." He opened the door and then. Uh, he joined the team, not right away the team, but he, he, he was allowed to join the movie. And then uh, years later, a couple of movies, uh, he, he became Jackie Chan's son team. So he is in the seventh generation. So this is how it started. And then uh, two years ago, uh, they shot uh, 4 the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, with um, Peace Person and Jackie. Right. And uh, the stunt coordinator, Guang Hua, he's one of the youngest stunt coordinators of Jackie Chan's stunt team. So he, but already 15 years, 16 years uh, together with with, uh, with his team, as a JC stunt team. He uh, he was looking for a little bit more action design, more uh, filmmaking uh, support. So and then uh, Max Wang and Andy Long, Max Wang is another guy. Both are um, uh, German. Uh, they are Vietnamese. Uh, Andy Long is Vietnamese, uh, like me, and Max Wang is half Chinese, half German. But they, they live and was uh, was born and raised in Germany. So, so kind of same background, you know, like really like from out of the blue. So it's not like okay, we are China, we have like connection. So, but they um, they uh, uh, suggest me as an action design, not, not action design, but as a support in filmmaking way. So Gonghua uh, locked uh, my stuff, my filmmaker reel, some clips, you know. And at that time, I did also a lot of music videos, directing music videos for university, uh, university music, and for. Uh, st- uh, Sony Music. Uh, they said, oh, "Okay, look good. Okay, I want him." So yeah, I came there, and then and the movie The Four Anna. Uh, I assist Guanghua for, uh, for the the whole action sequence. So I shoot, I edit it uh, right away, and um, I think this is one of my strongest um, skill. I'm very quick, very quick when I'm doing. I try to do my best and try to create it as quick as possible. 
So because I'm very impatient, <laughs> impatient. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, no, I need to do it right away. You know, I'm I, I'm quick, uh, fast person. So um, yeah, Guanghao was very happy with my work, and then after that, he called me a couple times for other jobs, and then uh, yeah, then uh, bleeding still happened as well. Like a couple uh, months later, another Jackie movie. I did the action design as well with the team, and but I had to. To cancel the project, I was there only for one half month uh, in Beijing uh, for the preps, and we did a crazy action design, and then uh, because of Badlands, right? Then they and then yeah, they called me and I said okay, I would like because I never I never double before. He called me straight away for as a stunt double for MK. Wow. And yeah, I, I, yeah, and the, but the funny thing is everything was uh, connected. Because um, a stunt, uh, the stunt coordinator there from Badlands, the local one, they caught, uh, contacted me for just to see. Uh, he's, he saw my stuff on YouTube. And like, yeah, he looked, maybe he, the, the guy is good. And then Wu saw me as well. He found me, actually. And then I said, okay, let's see. And then uh, they heard already I worked with, for a JC team. Uh, I, I wasn't an official member yet. It's just two movies, right? I just worked. Uh, it's my duty. I did it. Okay, next project. And then, uh, but then, uh, yeah, Dame Wu heard it about me, and then he asked Dorothy. Dorothy is uh, the, um, the assistant of Jackie, and she, he asked, uh, "Hey, do you know I would be Dan? Yeah? He he uh, he claims to be one of Jackie's team, or he worked for him." And she said, "Yeah, yeah he's a good boy." Now we know him. Yeah. He's very talented. I was like, "Holy shit!" When I heard about, it, I was, like, "Oh my god!" I was so happy you know like really really you know like a, like a little kid right, right, right. and then yeah straight away they said no, okay we want to that boy we want to be done for mk yeah wow so that's an incredible story that daniel Wu saw you on youtube first and then reached out to get you to come over to join into the badlands yes yes exactly yeah youtube is so powerful it, it, it's it's incredible this the thing is like in that time Especially if you if you uh, overview uh, my my how say my work progress, it's um it's I, I find but sometimes I'm really fascinated to see. I I I just came there from the scratch, so there's no really uh, connection. You know, like I'm not the son of someone, or I'm not uh, you know like I know the producer or so. So I tried and tried and learned, and I, the only thing what I had was YouTube then. I tried to build up YouTube a little bit, um, but now nowadays it's very hard because there's so many YouTuber. But the back in the days was like very kind of easy. So you, you have your your views, you know, you can really click, uh, you you can get um, a lot of likes very quick, and just uh, just pr- pr- um, promoting yourself all the time, and then yeah, be lucky to to get found. Yeah, and then uh, one year later, I joined the JC team because of my work. Yeah, so you went from the move, the Jackie Chan movies to do some stuff for Into the Badlands, then you went back to join this, the JC stunt team. Actually, actually, of course, it sounds like a big dream, right? Jackie Chan stunt team, JC stunt team. And, but uh, when I spoke with Andy and Max, or especially when I compare myself to them, it is different because they, they dreamed to become um, Jackie Chan stunt team. They become they they wanted it. This is their biggest dream ever. When I compare it to or when I try to self reflection, so, so I see, actually, it's not my dream because I never uh, chased right. to become Jackie. You know, like and then that's that's also a thing what I learned the whole years. It's about 
to it's not about a wish or like dreams uh, it's more about goals mm -hmm. and you have to set them right you have to set to make a plan to get them and for me i never really dreamed to become i, I mean like based on that theory i never dreamed actually become a jc team, team because um i just wanted to to create right like direct or i want to tell stories that's actually my and this is what i actually um uh just only followed and the, with the team jc team it just happened then kind of but uh and also i never actually was interested to work in china because i, I can't ch speak chinese but everything happened 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 even in in, in the foreigner uh, or the other stuff and then it became okay i opened my eyes a little bit more and i say oh okay maybe i should follow this world more and try more it's an incredible opportunity to pass up yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah but uh I never, I, uh, when I worked in the foreigner or in the I never uh, claimed I am one of the JC stunt team. Never. Because I, I, I felt like it, it, it uh, would be unfair to Andy. Because Andy on Max Day put so much effort in their life. They put their life on the line to be on the JC stunt team. And I just slipped a little bit because of um, uh, uh, Andy Long and Max and of course of my work. You know, so I was like, okay, I do my duty, but I'm not the stunt team. So I, I'm, I, for me, my goal was, I want to learn, I want really learn from the the masters, the masters team, and I want to um, give my my skill or try that they they like my stuff, you know, or they are uh, make him happy, you know, that they it's easy for them to work. That's actually was my idea, and then in the end, yeah, it happened. Guangho called me a couple of times after the job, like eight, nine times or so. But uh, I, I, I had to refuse uh, to cancel the job or like uh, deny because of uh, Badlands as well. But the good thing is like Daniel Wu is kind of in the JC family as well. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, he's in the JC family. So and also Andy Chang was there. Andy Chang is also stunt, stunt JC stunt team. Yeah, yeah. And he's the big brother of all other uh, stunt coordinators yeah. because he's the the third generation. So it, that's so cool because. Um, so this is a priority. So because they, this, it, it is not like, hey, Vidan, do you have time? I need your help. It's not like that. It's more. It's more about, hey, Vidan, where are you? We need you. Yeah? Come over. Just come in like this, you know. So it's like, but for me, it's cool. It's really, really interesting. And then um, I like it more. The Chinese way, I really like it more than uh, in England, for example, when we work in Skyfall. It was cool, Skyfall, but Skyfall and all the big budget projects. They are more like um, uh, for me. It's like it's it's you can tell it's a lot of money, and then it's it's a little bit calm, relaxed, and everything is settled kind of, and it's it's yeah, it's chill. You do your stuff, and then it's good. But in in Chinese way, even in the foreigner or in China in, in Bling Steer, oh my god, it's cow. It's like everyone is it's yeah it's like intense intense very, yeah that's what i heard it's very very intense like you have there's no overtime uh, money you know you work 15 16 hours a day <laughs> no, no one give a fuck uh, and then you have or uh, seven days so you work seven days but it, the good even when we shot in london this is the same way because there are local stunt guys in the foreigner uh, stunts there are uh, rules and everything but we are jc stunt team we work in China's way under Gonghua. But which is for me totally fine. That's what I wanted. I wanted to, because before I um, came in this area or this, this, this industry in China and Jackie and uh, with Andy Long, everyone, 
I was, I have to admit, I was more in the comfort zone. You know, like I, I was, I never lived. Like I was like, uh, you know, like even uh, filmmaking or film school, it's it's kind of risky or different. You know, it's not like classic or traditional, but um, it's kind of safe. You know, you do your school, you do your grades, you do studies, you do your diploma, you know, the uh, uh, graduation, and then you jump to the job. That's the normal uh, goals or no normal way. And um, for me, it was like oh, I never learned. I never went uh, overseas actually, only for vacation, but not like like Andy, uh, just packing your uh, your bag and going to France and searching for two weeks. And he had he did, in that time he didn't have any money. You know, just like well, I don't know, two hundred bucks and just trying to search. It. So how crazy is that? You know, but the story. Open my mind, uh, open my eyes as well. Like, see, fuck, this is crazy. You know, what you can reach or, um, when you put so much effort. Uh, first, you believe. Then you, you, you give everything. Your best. You have to give everything. And then you can, you can reach your goal. And he did it. He is Jason Santin. For me, that was inspiration. So motivated. I was so motivating as well. And I, I, um, I realized, no, fuck, I never lived. You know, it was back 2013. Yeah, okay. That's actually a bigger story. Okay, now how I uh, how I told it, it was kind of easy, right, with JC team. But actually, well, it actually was like this because after Skyphone, everything in my school, I finished 2013 really quick. 2013, everything happened at the same time. Um, Guanghua called me before before the foreigner to call uh, to get an, uh, a TV show in Tibet. Uh, for him, uh, not for the JC team, because Guanghua, the sound coordinator for JC team, he has some, uh, his own business as well. Okay. You know, every, everyone, everyone has to live his own. So he wants to grow as well. So he has his own project, and then he called me. And then at that time, I was with my girlfriend in uh, in New York, just for vacation. Mm. And then he called me right away. Okay, the story was, uh, come to Hong Kong, do your uh, do a visa, go to China, make the, there the visa to for Tibet, because Tibet is a forbidden city. You cannot... Um, Travel there, yeah. Wow. So and then we, we work three months uh, for a TV show. You will be an actor, like a psychic actor, and a stunt team. His stunt team. I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. Uh, okay, uh, that, that 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 is the the adventure what I was really looking for the whole time. Wow. Because you know, before I was like struggling, uh, not uh, hustling a little bit. Uh, not hustling. I would say never hustle that much with money. Right. So that's like saving. I do a job, I save, I save, I save. Not like a hamster. Uh-huh. Save and save uh-huh. and save. Like, because it's safe. It's just safe. Sure. This is how my parents uh, course, uh, yeah. raised me, right? Yeah. So this means I never I never invest something. So in that time, when I was in New York, I was like, okay, shit, I should do it. And then he asked me, okay, but do you have to to um, to pay uh, the flight first and then the, uh, the production pay uh, back? I was like, uh, okay. Uh, and I, But I, I was in the middle, middle of the vacation with my, my girlfriend, right? So I was like, Holy shit, I do it. Okay, fuck it, do it. Because my, my girlfriend had to do a uh, training. I left her there, uh, and then I went to back to Germany, ne- like in two days. Grab my stuff, go to Hong Kong. First, I never uh, been in Hong Kong before, never. And then in Hong Kong, uh, uh, yeah, uh, do my visa yeah, really quick. No, I have no friends, not, not, no one I know there. So that was like really, literally a big adventure for me. And but I was I was ready. I just wanted to do it, and I was there. And then he asked. He said, "Okay, wait for me, uh, because the visa for Tibet is not finished yet." I said, "Okay, so how long uh, should I wait? A couple of days." 
Okay, so two, three days. I said, oh, okay, okay. I, I contact uh, Tricker, who, who based in, uh, in, in, in Hong Kong. I got in a, the contact of, of, uh, over Facebook. He, um, he invited me to his gym so I can crash there for a couple of days in the gym with cockroaches and everything. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I was like, holy shit, yes, we'll do it. No? I, I want to do it. And the cold water to, to, for shower, but fuck now, nah, I want to do it. Wow. I, because adventure, I want to do the adventure. So I want to do it. <laughs> so I, when I did, so the, the, but the crazy thing is, uh, he said, he mentioned about their wait for a couple of days. From a couple of days, it became two and a half months. Oh my God. I was, I was waiting in Hong Kong for my visa. Wow. Two and a half months. Uh, yeah, two and a half months. And uh, knowing, yeah, it, it happened soon. It will happen soon. I spent all my money, um, not all my money, but a lot of money, like over 6,000 euros or something, because uh, I couldn't stay that long in the gym. So I went from one hotel hostel to another and just tried to survive every day, you know, like walking, exploring the city, waiting, waiting, just waiting. And no, I just have to hope, okay, tomorrow it can happen. It can happen. And then in the end, it doesn't. It didn't happen. Oh no! Because uh, yeah, the production they closed. They had a big fire. I don't know what happened there. And then um, the the movie canceled or the TV show canceled. Oh man! Yeah, because they also the Tibet. And then I, and the crazy thing is like I thought, fuck shit. Max Wong was there as well because he was called. But for him it was not that crazy because he has connection and friends over there, so he can crash there. And then uh, together we decide, fuck. Okay, we want our money back. Because they said production wants to say, uh, would, would pay it back, you know. So I said, okay, now we we driving because we had the visa to for Beijing, so we drove back, uh, we we fly, we flew uh, to to Beijing to get the production and get the money. But the Gong said, dude, I said not uh, don't come to Beijing because the whole production is in Tibet right now. <laughs> oh my god! So we were uh, so we were in Beijing. Uh, shit, that's it. And then for me it was like okay my saves save money is like saves are already almost uh, done I should go back to Germany and then I go back to Germany so this is uh, how the story starts actually uh, the cool thing is in in Hong Kong it wasn't uh, pointless because in Hong Kong first of all I of course I spent a lot of money but I learned so much about myself I learned so much and and it was I loved it actually. It was. You have to imagine. You don't know what happened next day. You don't know if it's working. You don't know if you get your money back. You don't know anything, right? But kind of, it was kind of uh, exciting. But it was so thrilled, and I, this is what I wanted to do yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I was, you know, like I said, I was a comfort zone. I was all the time. But this is what I want to do. And plus, I learned Hedging uh, Day. Hedging Day, he is. Um, he used to be, uh, uh, I think, six or seven or ten uh, world champion in wushu. Mm, okay. He's one of the wushu champions yep. ever. He's one of the craziest guys. He's he he learned Beijing in wushu. He was in a Beijing wushu team, and then to Hong Kong. And I met him there, and he asked me if I could uh, shoot something for him. Wow. And then I said, Yeah, sure, I can do. Yeah, of course, no money, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. And I did something, and then I met uh, Jackie Heng. He's um, yeah. the son. Yeah. Do you know? I know. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, yeah, the, one of the uh, the son of the biggest uh, producer, mm. uh, Mr. Han, China Star. And I shot for him uh, stuff. And then he asked me also, okay, how how uh, how long do you need for the editing? Two months. And I'm saying, uh, give me two weeks. 
Oh, really? I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. In two days, I was finished. Wow. And I gave this. And I, he was so excited. He said, okay, I need you. Wow. And I said, uh, okay. And then in October, he called me back for another job. And then I spent six months in Hong Kong again, but with payment, <laughs> <laughs> a good apartment, you know, yeah. and, and working for Jingdae and uh, uh, China star, Jackie Heng. Yeah, to prepare the movie, um, what is it again? Uh, the, uh, something, The Leech. It came out, this really a terrible movie. Um, very colorful, visual CGI with a kung fu baby, you know, like he he's a monk. Yeah, this movie. But I didn't know about which movie it was because it was just preparing like, to make him looking good. And then, uh, but at that time, six months, like I said, if I never went to, to Hong Kong, you know, I never had that opportunity to work or to, to learn everything. And then, um, yeah, the, my second trip to Hong Kong, I uh, I earned money, of course, and then uh, also I, I I I was allowed to do a lot. So I was like, yeah, same action designer, you know, like I did a lot of action for him, and also because the, his father, he said, um, it's crazy. The, the German guy, he he that uh, because we every day we were we were there, right? And uh, the producer, <coughs> Mr. Hung, he has all the crazy director. Wong Kawai, Tzu Hawk, yeah, everyone, right? Yeah, wow. So, and then uh, I, we had to shoot some short films and uh, some practicing everything uh, for, for Jackie. And um, uh, we had to, we had like a kind of like a New Year break. So I went back to Germany for Christmas and everything. Uh, and then he, when I came back, he said to me, okay, now you have to do the drama part as well. Like drama <laughs> scenes. I said, why? Because <laughs> uh, I'm here for action only. Yeah? He hired me, so I don't do uh, drama. So no, you, you have to. It's telling in, the, in your contract. And I look at my contract. No, that's not saying it, right? So why should I do drama? So then, because the thing is, the funny thing is, um, they saw how quick I can create something. And then it looked good. They said, yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. Why does it look good? Because uh, why does it look good? I, I spent millions of dollars for my uh, directors, and a, a little German boy can do the same for 500 euros. Kind of, because he just paid me my rates, and I just do uh, some shorts. That's it, right? So, because I, I come, my background is um, a lot of independent, independent guerrilla filmmaking. Sure. So, just what I have, available light, now trying to go and to reach the best look of what I can do. So, this, and I, yeah, this is actually my style. So, but still trying to um to have a uh, production value so it looks big bigger than it is actually yeah, yeah. and then uh yeah so then the after the, the other half i uh, had to do a drama For, first i was uh, denied as i said no i don't want to do it because no more money i was the kind of like this set mindset already you know? so because it's all about money you know sure. because business i don't want to get uh, re- uh how say um, ripped off she did yeah of course yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but Jackie, he said, uh, he asked me, please, can you help me? Because he, when we shot the shorts, his father was so proud of him. Because it is not that easy to make movies. Of course, him, he's the biggest producer, but it takes time, right? Sure. Like three months shooting, yeah. and then there's no results. And we shoot a couple of days, and the next day is, uh, it's, it's finished, and it looks decent. It's like, oh, cool, I can show, you know, the people. And this is the reason they want to show off a little bit. And, uh, I said, okay, look, because you asked me as a person, okay, I do it. But it was fun. And then I realized it was really fun because 
it's it's learning for me. Mm. I I can I have actors. Everything was in Cantonese. I didn't understand anything. But we had the director, so I was just shooting there some stuff. Uh, also, I was like kind of DP. Uh, I, I did um, how say um, the scene. You know, like okay, we shoot from here, 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 and then and uh, I can cut uh, without understanding any word what they say. But it, it uh, everything uh, made sense, and it, it looks really good actually. And for me, it was just learning, just doing, right? And then um, in the end, uh, they, uh, as a present, they gave me a camera. Wow. Uh, 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 the Black Magic. In that time, the Black Magic 4K, you cannot buy it, actually. Oh, you cannot order it because it was so. This is, the waiting list is long. The queue is so long. You cannot get it. Because of, but because of them, they uh, could it right away. Very and cool. then I got it. And that's what for me, then I understood it's not about our money. It's about showing opportunities and showing what you can do. And then, not about uh, try to be no ego. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Try every time your best and um, have fun. Because every time you have a benefit. It doesn't matter if it's about money or about... It doesn't matter about the other guy get the credit. I don't care. It's, it's about to do something, to learn. And the people will know. If you are the hardest worker in the room, they will notice. Don't cry or don't scream for credits or props and then that's what that's what i at that time susan for uh, beginning of 2014 that's what i noticed and learned and uh yeah so then it became everything one to one to you know with Guanghua, uh, the foreigner because he wanted to make it good again because of the job in tibet he felt uh, guilty or very yeah, bad sure, sure. so he said uh, for the foreigner because he this is his first stunt coordination job he before he was only stunt coordinator assistant and now he's his uh, own stunt coordinator for the foreigner and then uh, yeah he wants to make it good so he uh, called me for that movie wow that is an awesome trial by fire story <laughs> yeah so it was long now it was long i was like but that's the whole story actually yeah so this we know i also went a lot of in china hong kong and uh, uh, i focus more also in asian markets because uh, yeah i love i like the mentality i like how they work yeah because like i said i'm so impatient I don't like to wait. I don't uh, want to waste time. I just want to do. It doesn't matter what it is. I want to do. And I, when, even if it's just holding wires, you know, or doing some rigging stuff or pads or cleaning. No, I want to be uh, a good part. Whenever I do, I want to good, uh, be a good part. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. From all of that, all of that learning, all of that experience, all of that adventure. Man, what a great adventure, by the way. Um yeah, Andy Chang and uh, and Andy Long and you wound up in the Badlands all, all together. Uh, you just wrapped up season three, uh, where you're doubling Aramis Knight for who, who plays MK. Uh, with 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 all of that experience behind you, how did uh, how did the Badlands uh, come into play? Yeah, Badlands for me it's a very very important uh, part in my life. I would say because especially Daniel, I I I'm so thankful and really uh, to. Um, to Daniel, he de he gave me a, uh, a, the biggest opportunity ever, I will say, because uh, when I uh, the whole story, the whole adventure, when I went back, uh, went to Badlands two, season two, I was just a, uh, a stunt performer, right? So just stunt. The main job was only doubling MK, and then in the meantime, because we are like a core team, and uh, sometimes we don't have the people, uh, I have to slip into costume as well. So if uh, MK is not uh, busy, so I do with some performer. So we call it four boys as well, like you just goonies. You know, you go up there, get a hit, you fall, make a good reaction, and that's it's cool. Yeah. And um, 
for me, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, uh, very, 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 uh, it's a big experience and very exciting for me because, like I said, I, I never was a stunt double before. So, uh, because Goonie, yeah, a couple times. Even Skyfall, I was a goodie. But uh, so it's not that I'm proud to say, mention, hey, I was in Skyfall. You know, because what, what I did, I didn't do anything special. I just went there, I got the head, and, and, and then for the next couple of days, I just uh, lay on the ground, you know? <laughs> so that, and, and that is stunt work, actually. Sure. And this is what I feel like, oh shit, that's, that, I mean, the training, the, the experience, two month preparation, and uh, how to learn everything was amazing, but. That's the job as a stunt guy in professional world. Oh my god, that's sad. You know, like because you, yeah, because two, two, twelve hours on a set, you sitting there and waiting, and then five minutes you can do something, and then next couple of days you're waiting again. And I was like, fuck no, this is this is different. This is not what I want to do actually. All right. so, oh, really? so, but in the Badlands or even China, uh, Jack team or in um, Badlands, it's different. Because we have core team uh, and Badlands is it is China way you know it's sure. China's work yeah and uh, this is what I, I I love it I just love it because you have to be on the spot and you have to this is what Jackie's coordinator or Jackie uh, telling us we have to look with six eyes and hearing or listening with eight, eight ears that means be always on tension now if the coordinator calling something now your name. Yeah, then it's already too late. You have to know what he wants straight away. You have to prepare. You have to uh, pre-predict. You know, you have to see. You have, yeah, and th- but um, b- b- because of my mindset, this actually this is what I want. If everyone would think about uh, think in this way, th- the whole production or the whole team is so good. Then you know, like the work and then the the, the product, the results would be so good. Because of course you have people they're just on the phone, you know, doing nothing, and then just um, earning the credits but um, in the JC team it isn't so there's no one on the phone you have to be atten- keep attention and uh, uh, no excuses you know you have to um, yeah, to support and assist the the coordinator or mm-hmm. the boss uh, even as Jackie you know, or is or is it a stunt coordinator so in Badlands it was the same so it, it, but it, that is really funny it's another story. Mm. Uh, well, not really another story, but it's really funny because when I, like I said, when I finished Jackie team, of course, I had some merchandise, T-shirts, all the stuff, you know, Jackie, Jackie team. <laughs> right. So I went to Badlands and uh, the Badlands team, or actually Danny Wu's stunt team, you could say, they are from Yun Wu Ping. Right. Yun Wu Ping, they did all the Jet Li movies. Yep, yep. And then they saw my, my gears all my gears, my rigging uh, glows and everything. Yeah. I said, oh, you work with Jackie Chan? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah Jackie T- uh, I work there. Ah, oh. and that, since then, I'm the Jackie boy. <laughs> <laughs> they, call, they call me all the time Jackie boy. Hey, Jackie boy. <laughs> you know what I'm it, It's not like they are right. Because there's a couple of guys that over there that work also with Jackie, but they are mainly only for Yuvo Ping Jet Li. Right, right. And that's so, so, it was so funny because two worlds. Yeah together it was so funny even of course Andy Chang is also Jackie T yep, right yep. Jackie Star and everything but it was funny it's not it, we are now we are like a family yeah but the couple, first couple of days was like oh okay let's see what can what the Jackie uh, boy can do you know <laughs> but it was really really cool it it's like so two cool. different teams right like, uh, like on yeah, sports yeah, yeah that's cool And uh, uh, but also for me it was it's totally different it's, it, the style is really different 
Like for me, it was not like new, new because I am also Jet Li Wushu. No, that's my base. But um, uh, it was just really fun and exciting to see now how they work. How it's, it's different. Uh, the choreography is different. The the style, uh, they, how they move is different. The pacing is different. The beats are different, and uh, yeah, the performance, everything's just different. Also, wire work is different, and uh, it's so exciting. This was so exciting for me to see that and to learn also. And um, uh, Badlands, like I said, in season two, I was only performance. So I helped the team. I tried to be ready. I, I, I tried to adapt the style from JC from uh, the Jet Li to Badlands. But, but Badlands, they are all a little bit uh, easier. Mm. Uh, I mean, like, not that strict. Uh, Guohan and then JC were very strict because the image and everything is very important sure, as well. Sure. But they are in Badlands, there was a little bit, um, how say, like, U.S., just a little bit U.S., a little uh, calmer, because they know already the rules. They, they cannot uh, just grab the camera, or they cannot um, go to another department grabbing the props or something, because there are rules, departments, and uh, you have to be careful. Because yeah, yeah, in JC, it's only China, and it's like, you can't do it. It's China way. Yeah, just overcross the other departments. Yeah, season two, two that was my experience. And I, I remember very clearly that uh, Daniel asked me a couple times, if I'm happy. I, I said, yeah, of course I'm happy, right? It's fun. Because he saw me more filmmaker than a stunt guy. Mm, okay. And then he said, yeah, yeah, yeah this was, he saw my potential to do something different, like creating or like filmmaking way. And that time I did also in Germany, uh, I worked, like I said, as a music video director. So I, I wrote script. I, I did the whole process already, also for a, bit, a little bigger, bigger scale as well. Not like only YouTube. So, and then... Um, but after uh, season two, uh, they uh, had uh, some something in in mind, an idea. And so the idea was that he, in May, in May he called me after after we wrapped in January around January. He called me again in May, and he asked me for season three to be assistant action director. Wow, that's cool. I was like, holy shit, what? I was like, what? Uh, yeah, because he's he wanted like to support me more for uh, behind the camera or like in the creative part creation part and I was like holy shit yeah yeah I want to do it really uh, and then yeah we set up everything and then uh, yeah season 3 I was uh, assistant action director and that actually that's my title but we, we, but, uh, we had so many assistants you know the normal ADs so they called me because I had a little bit different field they couldn't really um, define really how, what my position is so they called me action designer but in the most of the time in the season three, I uh, helped uh, assist um, uh, Stephen Fung first, yep. the first seven sex episodes, and then uh, Andy Chang right. the, the, the next. And I, yeah, so my work was sometimes I, I was allowed to do camera work because like um, fast, uh, some fast pacing uh, stuff. The camera uh, operator wasn't. Not, not not that much knowledge about how to get the choreography in the with the with the uh, cameraing uh, beats, but uh, also I was uh, yeah I cut it almost all uh, almost all uh, fight scenes. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, all the fight scenes. And I, in the beginning, I was only the f set editor, kind of mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. so, like, I was uh, on a set. I help assist to see if we are missing some some gaps or some some techniques or some shots. But of course, there was so much um, output you know, because we're shooting every day. So I couldn't ke uh, kept uh, all the the edits. So in the end, I just tried to catch up 
or cut up. And then I, when I cut it, most of the time, it was already director's cut. So this is also my style. So I don't want to do that just roughly. No, I just try to do as good as I can. And, um, and then in the end, up, uh, after nine months, uh, I did actually the whole whole uh, fight sequence. Wow. And then, uh, yes, so the, uh, we send it then also to, 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 um, to Toronto, to post-production. And then they say, look, at it, okay, it's good. If the director is happy and also the producer, then everything, no changes. And then there's actually no changes. There's a couple of things maybe, like some close-ups, but uh, like we have to reshoot. And maybe they need a close-up from, I don't know, pick-up from something, you know, weapon or whatever. But the more mainly uh, uh, fight, uh, I, I was uh, um, responsible for the whole fights uh, edit. Yeah. Wow. I think the lesson that, that we, we get from all of this is that your dedication and your passion to your craft opens up opportunities. And, and you being um, attuned to, to those opportunities, jump and just soak up what you can and learn and, and then push forward. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this all time. This, even today, I'm just trying to be humbled or just try hustle and flow all the time. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But the crazy thing is like, I was, the first couple of months, I was like a little bit frustrating because I didn't saw, saw myself or didn't see myself as an editor. Mm. Or I wanted to time to hold the editing so i was like oh, okay actually i was i was planning to be more involved in choreography maybe mm-hmm. or on more camera work you know, because that's actually also my thing to work with camera but then uh because um we have our choreographer uh master didi he's he's the godfather he's really one i'm already a big fanboy uh, fan he's so good he's so good and then also team and then we we still work together everyone but um uh, I was a little bit in this area. This is my part then. I had to, to cover. But then I uh, was also uh, because of, I wasn't actually the plan to double MK. But uh, we had some issues and there's a lot of um, stuff to do uh, on the show. Like uh, fight-wise, it's a lot uh, styles what he had in mind. So Master D and I went to decide, no, come, uh, because you were so good in uh, the MK double, as, as an MK double, because of my look as well, as height. So they um, said, no, you should go uh, jump into the costume again. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, sure, uh, okay. So I do both. Went, yeah, because MK has not that much in the beginning. So I said, uh, I could cover it. So my, okay. So yeah, but then, yeah, I did both then. Sometimes I had to jump in other characters as well. That was funny. So like, because uh, I'm lightweight. So I, for, for rigging, it's easier to fly wire work. With a lighter person, so but it, that, that happened just one or two times. So most of the time I was on set, helping assistant uh, edit, do the editing, and uh, sometimes with MK, um, yeah, I had some MK da- uh, days, only uh, MK days. Because after season two, I actually planned not to do stunts anymore. Oh really? So. Yeah, I, I said to myself, because also with Daniel, when I spoke with Daniel, so because he saw me as a filmmaker, I saw, yeah, I noticed just, because in Badlands, it is, uh, or not even season two, it is, it was different uh, than Skyfall, whatever, but it is still a little bit waiting, you know, like, or still a little bit less responsibility, less control, less, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because I am a performer, so. Sure. That I just for myself I noticed okay I would like to do a level up for myself gotcha, like gotcha. okay I I want I want to close the uh, the chapter for me uh, the book and I want to create more or, or action design I want to be pushing other people for in front of the camera because they 
they really like to have screen time, which is uh, uh, not bad. It's just good. They feel more comfortable. Then hey, let's let's push them, and I would like to create to make them looking good. But then um, season three, it's not like I refuse to do performance. It's just stunt guni. Right. So today I would say I, I, even if some other big jobs coming, I don't know. Let's say, let's say another James Bond or whatever. I would say no, I, I don't want to do uh, stunts anymore, like yeah. Goody or like yeah. for daily stunt performer. Now I see more myself more as a core team or like create something, helping some people, camera work, yeah. even with rigging or whatever. But a different, different way yeah. where I'm more involved. Yeah, but in season three, yeah, I did everything then. That's so awesome. editing, sometimes camera, uh, then um, uh, yeah, MK. And it was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so let me uh, let me play off of that. Uh, cool guy Jay James uh, in the Facebook fan, uh, Badlands fan group has a question. Uh, he says, uh, out of all the action scenes that you've worked on in the Badlands uh, through seasons two and three, which one was the most memorable to you? And keep in mind that we're in the mid-season uh-huh. hiatus right now for for Badlands. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I got one. I want. I would like to tease one thing. So episode eleven. Yeah, there will be the, I think one of the uh, amazing fight ever. Awesome. Yeah, there will really, really, really. I, I mean, like when when I edited and on the spot, they, I spent most time of that as well. So actually, you know, like three or four days, I, I finished with one cut. Yeah, uh, put it um, to the side or sent to Toronto. Or there's no change. Maybe some changes, but that, that's it. But for this fight, I make sure everything is right so i did also sound design oh cool because sometimes i was a little bit not lazy but it was like uh, no time so i don't just a little bit music for a feeling but uh, they asked me before can you do a sound design man i could because for me action design um it depended of everything it's not about choreography only or actors it's also the edit mm-hmm. it's also camera work mm-hmm. it's also um um pacing uh, beats and also sound design sound is very important yeah, to definitely. create uh, the yeah the full scene so you have a, a different um dimension as well but I, because of the time i i couldn't do it i couldn't cover it but for this fight in episode 11 i put so much effort i i, I stopped everything I, I, after that i had a big delay as well so i had to catch up but i i, I uh, for me it was so important because this scene i was also allowed to do a lot of camera work and uh, coordination for the camera as well and um this is really crazy. Everything is perfect, actually. Oh, not perfect. I can't tell perfect. It's never perfect. But it's really great because the scene is like um, drama is good, acting is on point. And uh, yeah, I had 27 uh, sound layers only for the scene. And uh, I, 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 I wanted only to make it awesome. So I put, uh, like I said, a lot of effort to make this scene complete. And uh, yeah, it, it made the round. So when I finish it, send to Toronto, they all the people, they, uh, the producer, send it to that. I haven't seen it. And then everyone mentioned about this will be the best fight scene in wow. the whole. Wow, very cool. Yeah. Very much looking forward to yeah. that. That's awesome. I'm really, I, I'm really excited that you guys see it. I mean, like, uh, I'm really, I'm really happy, happy. But but it's not about my work only. It's sure, everyone sure, sure. because everyone, everyone is like, uh, even Andy is Andy Chang's idea. No, so like I said, I'm just assistant. Andy Chang. Uh, he did uh, crazy uh, storytelling also in this fight, mm. and his concept it was amazing. It was just perfect. And um, yeah, performance-wise, how they fight is on point. It's so good. Stunt doubles was amazing. And uh, no, it's really it's it's. Uh, I'm really excited that people, the audience, will see it. That's awesome. 
Now, uh, let's yeah, Badlands just in general. Into the Badlands is one of those shows that is is kind of special and unique in in uh, entertainment today. Uh, it's uh, it's got a martial arts focus. It's got a very diverse cast. Uh, it's great storytelling, great sets, uh, really great people working on it, and it's no secret that it got zero love from the Emmys, uh, which yeah. is just crazy. And you personally took that news pretty hard. Why? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Really, yeah, it took me hard. The thing is, I was really upset, or also very, very sad, because um, I was wondering because uh, uh, the question before also, uh, which fight is very yeah. uh, uh, memories uh, for me. Um, there are so many good fights, crazy good fights, even Castor versus uh, Castor versus uh, uh, Lewis, right? Also Dean versus Lewis, right? Yeah, this is a, a, a insane fight, for example, right? They, they, we didn't, we didn't almost use no uh, doubles. This is only the actors. They did all, everything on their own, and uh, the performance on point is so fast. Everything is so good. Or in the, uh, uh, season one, the forest fight, or in the rain yeah. scene, right? This amazing fight sequence. You never saw something like that before in, um, in TV shows or TV edition. And it's uh, it's a shame why they never won an Emmy or got or, or got a, a nomination. A nomination. Yeah. yeah, I was like curious why it happened. So I did some research a little bit, but I'm not sure how it was actually. But I I think uh, there's uh, so many policies, right? So on the rules to submit something, and uh, man, sometimes I, I think in in season one there was something not right. So it was a little bit. Um, uh, uh, unlucky. Yeah. I think the second one uh, they didn't uh, because there is no one who who took uh, uh, took over for uh, Emmy Award because you have to do a submission video, right? Right. So they, because they're so busy, everyone's so busy, there's no time for to uh, to think about that. And then this is the reason I I thought fuck this is a waste. Now we should. I want to push. I want to try something. Like I said, my mindset is trying to push yeah, yeah. my best, right? So I was like thinking think about now Emmy. That's my goal. Uh, besides of everything else, now meanwhile I have to double to edit everything. <laughs> right. So I was like, yeah, and that, that was crazy because I also have to read all the scripts and then doing research because sometimes yeah, preparing uh, for ND change. Sure. Uh, so and then all the jobs I was like thinking about now I want to do Emmy as well. That was my goal. So I put uh, try to find some free time and then uh, cut it the Emmy awards um, uh, video as well. Submission video, and um, I, yeah, now it took me hard because um, I tried to because I, I compared or did my research about the other submission videos, and you can see it's very limited what you can do because the easiest. But you can you could do something good, you know, like you can do like a show of cool demo reel uh, submission. So yeah, I put a little bit more effort in the reel, so sound design, clean a little bit. But I didn't change anything because that's one of the rules. No, I am not allowed to change the chronology and I had, uh, to change uh, any cuts. Don't do like slow motion or whatever. So yeah, but I did some best of in a good way. So I had I was allowed to cut a little bit. So the not really because they, yeah, the fights are very long, right? The, the really are only five minutes, I think. That was five minutes, yeah. Uh, it's allowed to, to be uh, five minutes, and uh, yeah, I'll try to make the best of what we can do. And also, only episodes until five because the other uh, episodes uh, uh, weren't finished. In this. 
Yeah. So this is the reason I was like, I, I just hoped for a nomination. Yeah. Just to get uh, recognition that people say, oh, what is Badlands? So that's, that was my goal. And then in the end, it was no, nothing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. It doesn't make hard. sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just politics. I have to say, it just it's just politics. I mean, it's very difficult. And uh, I mean, like for me, there's even not about. It doesn't have to be Badlands. Actually, there is also Alternate Carbon, another TV show yeah. of Netflix. Yeah. Hey, I saw I saw the submission. It's incredible. It's so good. This the stunt work is so good, and the reel is so good. Everything looks so good. And I was like, but even then. They don't have any uh, nomination. I was like, holy shit. That's, that's weird. That's really weird. Yeah. Also, um, costume-wise. Cost, uh, Badlands, right? Costume oh, or... God, beautiful costumes. Oh, yeah. We have, we have really one of the best uh, who, who also won already. I think won or nominated for best in uh, Penny Track 4. And uh, this, one, this scale is now bigger. And also set design. Everything's so big. And yeah, no, no nomination as well. Yeah, I uh, I spoke to uh, the action director for Altered Carbon, Larnell Stolval. Uh, so I know the the work that he put into that show. Oh, crazy! Yeah, I mean, for me, I thought, oh man, they 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 could win, they could maybe win, they, but it's like I said, I really was really fascinated by that. Of course, here yeah, Game of Thrones is a big thing. Yeah? They should win, of course. So they have to be there. They, of course, they they have the right. It's it's big. But then there's other uh, other shows. I was like, ah, okay, that's weird. You know, why they are nominated? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not. I don't know. Yeah, it's not fair. But it, yeah, that's the world how it works. And uh, yeah, move on. But the thing is, like, um, next year I try again. Great. I try again because we have we have the we have the half other half of season three. Yeah. And I I think this it's getting more crazy, more really like the action will be. Crazy, better than now. Oh, yeah, it's really hard to say, but it's an improvement. It's really crazy what happened there in the fights. That's the great thing about Badlands. I think that every year, the the show gets bigger, the characters get deeper, the action gets more intense, and it just continues to evolve, which makes the show so so much fun to follow and watch. So as you guys continue to push the boundaries, it just gets more and more interesting for us fans to be involved in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. All right, awesome. That's great stuff. Uh, do you you ready to do a quick lightning round? What is that? <laughs> I didn't say what it is. <laughs> All right, so the lightning round. I'm just going to ask you a, cu- a few quick questions, and you just answer off the top of your head uh, whatever comes to mind first. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we can try. We can try. All right, here we go. Ready? Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonardo. <laughs> Leonardo. Leo. 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 Yeah, cool. Leonardo. All right. Uh, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Street Fighter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Ryu and Ken. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Oh, Akuma is the best. Akuma is yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Batman, Superman, or Spider Man? Spider Man. <laughs> there's no. Oh my God. There's no question. Spider Man. <laughs> I'm one of the biggest Spider Man ever. Really ever. Really. Yes. It really. Is. 7th September September no, 7th September yeah. the, the game is coming yes it is on for, for PS4 oh my yeah. god I can't, yeah, I can't wait for it oh my no Spider-Man oh that's the best question ever no Spider-Man <laughs> I'm the really I'm a big Spider-Man fan I know everything Venom Connick, everything everything that's no, funny I'm, now, do, um, I don't know I, I'm, well, I'm sure you don't know but I used to work at Marvel so I know a lot about Spider-Man no way yeah, yeah. 
what, what kind of it's like a, a illustrator i or? was uh i worked for marvel for about six six, six or seven years um as a as an illustrator in the graphic design department oh crazy yeah that's yeah. so cool so you can draw draw i can uh, yeah fun? yeah <laughs> oh amazing yeah it's cool one of the Fuck. some of the things that i worked on uh, i worked on the uh, some of the graphics not for the movie but for for stuff out uh connected to the movie licensed by the movie for the first iron man movie and the second hulk movie oh so, crazy yeah but oh, um, that but yeah i worked on so many spider-man projects uh there uh because uh, i worked uh, designing logos for like the comic books and graphic novels and stuff like that so so yeah. spider-man and i are old friends oh my god it is so good it is. so, so tell me uh who uh, is your favorite spider-man from the movies uh you mean um uh the three movies where they're all yeah yeah uh, oh okay that's hot okay um so first i actually i liked uh, the first with toby Maguire, actually yeah because it's but, but it's just because there's um there there wasn't a movie before right like that right. you know like it's just the first time 2000 right it's like the first time oh the, all the visual effects cgi was great and i think toby Maguire was a good uh peter parker because nerdy yes you know? yeah. they're all amazing spiders i think it's good though uh, Andrew, uh, uh, but then Amazing Spider-Man, um, and uh, with Andrew Garfield, they, uh, uh, I think uh, he, the first one he didn't, I actually I didn't like it that much mm, because mm. he he wasn't that Peter Parker I wished for. Right. Uh, I like the style because it's kind of like Ultimate Spider-Man, right? So yep. thinner, thinner. The costume is totally ugly, like an alien. It's really ugly, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, he's thinner than before. That, that's really I really enjoyed. Yeah. And um, but the second Amazing Spider-Man with Electro, this for me one of the really best movie actually. Mm. It's a good movie because I love also Mark Webb as a director. He did Five Hundred Days of Summer, right, right. and he has this tone. He's he is um his uh um say his directing for or his scenes for to be a little bit real authentic moments right. you know like you know the moment when they're in the park and they try to to um uh, to to be friends again right uh, emma yeah. emma stone and uh, Andrew. amazing scene how the the chemistry everything you know, the scene is so beautiful yeah. and so real organic and this is what i really like and the the, the movie has a lot of those moments and uh, also uh, you can tell that andrew garfield feels more comfortable as peter parker yeah, in this yeah. movie as well yeah in this role his acting is just in point Maybe it's about Emma Stone as well because in that movie I think they fall in love. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, their chemistry was real. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, Homecoming, I wasn't sure. Really, I wasn't sure about Homecoming. I was, ah, it's a good one. But I have to watch because I'm a Spidey fan. Yeah. So ah, oh, okay, a Spidey boy. So okay, let's see. But then I was really fascinating. I was, I was just flashed. For me, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was just good because it was fucking funny yeah. it was different it, the tone was totally different it was in the Marvel world right the universe it was oh my today I, yeah it's really hard to say which one is better but uh, I enjoyed it a lot yeah the last one I think yeah, Tom Holland really, is great as Peter Parker yes I think he's fantastic yeah, yeah it's really fantastic it's different it's different it interpretation is. right yeah uh, but it, it's not bad it's just oh it's just different and then uh, I don't know it's uh, I enjoy more. Yeah. Right now, I would say if I have to watch all the three again, I would say, oh, okay, home, Homecoming is is better. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, because it's more about uh, that is actually Ultimate Spider-Man, right? 
It's more yeah. because he's smaller, yeah. he's younger. Yeah, it's in his school time, and and also he has, he doesn't have to struggle. Hi, I don't want to be Spider Man because he wants to be Spider Man. Right. He wants to do something. That's really cool. That's very fresh to see. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I actually had uh, Amy Johnson on as a guest, and she did some motion capture for. Uh, the Spider-Man game coming out for PS4. So, uh, oh no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did a couple of the characters there, and that should be exciting. So I'm looking forward to that game coming out just to to see what she, yeah. uh, what she brought to that game. I played it, right? I played it already. Oh, you did? Yeah, because we have a Gamescom, right? It's like a convention ah, for games. Nice, nice. They had it there. I played. It feels. I'm not sure. I mean, uh, I loved all the games, uh, even if they are bad. Uh, but uh, I played all all of them. It's kind of the same. Oh, really? I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, of course, it's Insomniac is a new um, new game um, industry or new produ- uh, production. Yeah. And uh, it will be better for sure. But the, the swinging through the city feels almost the same. You know, mm. like okay, it's not a big difference. It's like okay, swing from A to B. Yeah. So I hope I hope the mission and the story is yeah. very very driven. Yeah, but I I think so. I, I will, it will be good. And also I'm really excited about the next movie in December or November. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, the animation movie. That's Into the Spider Verse, um, right? Yeah, Mo and Mouse. Yeah, yeah and that movie, looks huh? really yeah. cool. The animation yeah, by itself looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's really really cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, awesome. Hey, one, I have a question for you. Yeah. What do you think about Mary Jane in Homecoming? She's not that Mary Jane, MJ. Oh, you know what? Uh, I didn't even really consider that until uh, until she revealed, you know, when she said, you know, call me MJ. Um, yeah. uh, I think Zendaya is great. I think she's an awesome actress. Uh, and yeah. if they play it right, I think that's going to be a great dynamic. It's gonna. It's a completely different take on the character, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, now it's not. It's not the Mary Jane that I grew up with. Uh, the Mary yeah, Jane that yeah. I grew up with is completely yeah. different. Um, and yeah. I, and honestly, I don't think that she's been done particularly well by anybody yet. So we'll see what we'll see what Zendaya brings to this. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, about yeah, Emma Stone, more man, I love her. Yeah. Oh my. But she God. was uh, she was uh, Gwen Stacy, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh my god, she was perfect. She yeah, was. She was great. <laughs> yeah. Look at you, good. big Spider-Man fan. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Miles. Uh, the funny thing, thing is also Homecoming. Actually, it is Miles Morales, right? The story, the story, everything is actually not Peter Parker. Because oh right, right, the, right. The, yes, the, yes. Yeah, because boy, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, his sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ned. Yeah, Ned. Yeah, he's actually. From the uh, from the other universe, yeah, right, with right. Miles, yeah. This was a little bit oh okay, <laughs> whitewashing. <Yeah. laughs> I'm not sure, but uh, the, yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah. pulled uh, they definitely pulled uh, a lot of pieces from the uh, the Ultimate Spider-Man storyline to uh, yeah. into Tom Holland's. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Crazy. We, so uh, so I'm I'm guessing a dream project would be to uh, work on the the next Spider-Man movie for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy uh, when we finished. Exactly. Uh, when we finished season three in May, uh, uh, some of the stunt performer they went to Spider-Man straight away. Oh, uh, were you jealous? Uh, I was. I, I was. No, 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 jealous. Because uh, for me, it's like uh, w- okay, uh, it would be cool to be, do action design for sure. But uh, nah, it's just uh, I'm very, uh, very happy for them. Cool. For sure. And I was like, oh, it was just exciting. And I said, oh, if you have something, please send me some some <laughs> picture from costume. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And. Um, uh, no, it's good. All good. Yeah, everyone's busy. I for me after nine months, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, was, that was just my goal first. That's right. cool. The next step. Yeah, but yeah, they're shooting right now. Yeah, I'm really exciting. That's cool. Really yeah, exciting. 
Very cool. All right, last lightning round question, and it's a trick question. Okay. So if you get it wrong, I'll, I'll edit it out. But what is your favorite podcast about martial arts, TV, and entertainment? Of course, it's Kung Fu Driving. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. So, uh, what are you currently working on right now, or are you taking a break? And will you be back for Badlands season four? Um. Yeah. Right now, it's very really hard. It's very really difficult. Uh. I was planning to do a lot of stuff actually on my, you know, my own little projects. I would say, like stay hungry all the time, learning, learning, learning. So I do some other stuff and uh, trying to push maybe an own, own TV show. But uh, I was already called Capitan for other movies. Uh, for example, one I'm kind of like standby. It's for Kung Lei. Uh, he's shooting uh, the, the the target. The target, yeah. Kung Lei yeah. was a guest and, of mine, yeah. Yeah, and I was uh, uh, planning to be a DOP as a cinematographer. Wow, cool. And, and editing. And this, that would be for me uh, one of the biggest jobs then because, yeah, more, like I said, I would like to have more responsibility yeah. and control. That would be, of course, if I can do more camera work, I have my little department. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit um, rescheduled right now. People, we are actually uh, uh, shooting, uh, was planned actually in uh, July already, but uh, we have to, yeah a lot of stuff changes and then a little bit of standby and uh, yeah then Andy Cheng of course he uh, he asked me again for another some other projects mm. as assist yeah it's open just all the discussion right now okay and yeah Badlands for uh, yeah I think uh, I will be there back there yeah I'm this is what, what I really love because now it's kind of like a Badlands family yeah and after the uh, second uh, uh, I joined them and uh uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, it will happen soon, I think. Awesome. And uh, you st- you still have to work on uh, uh, that second Emmy reel. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, after after the other half of season three. Cool. Yeah. Well, but I cannot wait that it is online or on air because that's it's very strong. And I hope I really hope it changed um, later, or even for Emmy or for Badlands, because it, it will be different. Everything. The also, also drama story-wise, it's cool. It's incredible what happened there. This is so crazy. It's, I can't wait um, that the people will talk and discuss and everyone, you know, they chat about the uh, the show because uh, story-wise, it's 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 massive. Awesome. Really, they 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 did a really good job. And uh, when I wrote uh, uh, read the scripts through, I was like, no, they cannot do that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I was really thrilled. I was so thrilled. That's and I, cool. I was looking forward. Yeah, I was looking forward also to work on it, and um, I mean, like on the show, uh, have shooting. Nice. And how see how it looks like. Yeah, uh, yeah, the season four, but it takes time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Time no, that's great, and uh, it'll be worth it, I'm sure. Um, all right, so where can industry pros and other and other fans go to find out more about you, your website, your YouTube channel? Plug it all. www. There's vidan with the dash in the middle. dot com. Just my uh it's a, just a link to my instagram actually i don't have a homepage. okay so instagram's most uh, where i'm uh, active yep. and uh, t7 production on youtube excellent Can, exactly yeah yeah we shot a, i don't know if you saw it we shot also a star wars fan film yes Darth, Darth maul apprentice yeah yeah that was also a big uh, success fantastic short I, yeah. fantastic really? short thank you very cool yeah, Two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I watched the behind the scenes too. So I saw I saw Andy Long in there with uh with you get, getting all that stuff put together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Andy Long, yeah, he was the uh, hat rigger. Yeah. Uh, 
for this thing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's my brother. That's he's, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, next year's Badlands for I hope he can join us as well again because he's just just joined us in season three, right? Right. So I brought I brought him in, and he is he's crazy. He is just crazy. <laughs> he did the crazy. You uh, you can you remember the fight against um the um, uh, that's crazy because the names are now different. Uh, Red Lotus. Oh, no, Black yes. Lotus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Black Lotus. Um, yeah, when Sunny came with the with the letter, right, and the letter, yeah. and then they came uh, fighting against, yeah, and then there's the the stair stair fall when he the do like kind of uh, two backflips from from the t uh, higher um, level. Yes. Yes. Down. To, uh, yeah. yeah. He went through. Oh, yeah. He it, it was yeah, a, is, it was like a, a thin little corridor that he fell through. Yeah. Yeah, that this is uh, this is Andy, and he does only those Hong Kong old Hong Kong eighties uh, stunts, Oof. and uh, there's some nasty stuff what he did in uh, season three. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, that how, fall looked particularly uh, painful. Uh, yeah, no, actually, uh, it was safer than it actually looked. Okay, good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, he 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 actually uh, was planning to do it even crazier because we we did a safety wire. So it's it's kind of safe. Okay. But he wanted to do it without wire. Oof. Yeah, he wanted to do it. Yeah, he's not satisfied. He's like, oh, no. he's not really happy over that. He said, oh, no, I want to do it harder. It has to be like, I'm almost dying. You know, it doesn't look like you know, I'm dying. It's crazy. It's really crazy. But he did he did really some fucking nasty uh, stunts. I was like, oh my god. Everyone was like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, he's 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 known for for those Hong Kong stunts. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I hope he comes back then, and uh, and uh, I hope you. Uh, definitely come back and do some more great things with uh, Into the Badlands. Uh, Vidan, thank you so much for, for taking some time out. Uh, I, I kept you much longer than I said, but uh, it was <laughs> so great talking to you. Okay, thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm so sorry. I think I... I talk too much. No, 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 no. <laughs> amazing stories. Such amazing stories. And uh, best of luck with all the projects that you have going on. Best of luck with the, the second half of season three. So we will be looking for uh, episode 11, you said, for this uh, amazing epic fight scene. Uh, that sounds exciting. And uh, best of luck with all your future projects. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, likewise. And uh, thank you very much also for the cool interview. It was really fun. Big thanks and also a very happy birthday to V-Dan Tran. Now, I challenge any of you listening out there to find a more pure moment of unbridled enthusiasm than the one that V-Dan displayed when we started talking about Spider-Man. That was hilarious and what an awesome guest he was. So watch out for his work in the second half of season three of Into the Badlands and please go check him out on Instagram and Twitter and let him know that you heard him on the Kung Fu Driving podcast. In the meantime, follow me on all my socials as well. Go check out the Castaways on the Castaways hashtag on Twitter for more interesting shows delivered by super interesting personalities. Big thanks, too, to the folks in the Into the Badlands fan group on Facebook. Cool guy, Jay James, with his question, which I got to read on the show. This was a longer-than-normal episode, so I'm going to cut it short here and just say, until next time, Poison Clan. Peace.
This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claw I see the iron fisted monk upon the daily prayers Shaolin monks on their hands running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless Aida roaming over the land Yeah, the little bitch soldier is older and wiser He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cars then pause here the pause Not again back kicks will defeat the outlaws Very good, but boards don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here, Derry D is coming back The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see Maggie show his spine Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight, may as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black, cut the vampires back We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword And our sword will travel until his body's on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Man is style Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slashing blood of just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her just in yellow, but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor when the blood It'll splatter against the walls, no fear at all To kill them all, there's always blood spilled When you head into a war, fearless Unleash the fist of legend that the car gently I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's war, we smash the place so with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting